Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. This is your mom. Do you ever get that not-so-fresh feeling podcast? It is June 22nd, 2022. I am super duper happy to have you here with me, as always. It is my great pleasure to bring you another episode of nonsense, ramblings, rantings, opinions you may or may not share with me. I got to tell you, I don't like to get political, but... uh you know, like the gas thing is not bothering me. I drive a motor scooter. I don't care how high the gas gets because it can go to $10 a gallon and it'll still drive me around for two weeks. But when I went to Walmart yesterday, my cookies and cream and Rocky Road ice cream have gone up 24 cents. Now that Joe Biden, that's just personal now. Things are getting personal that's unacceptable. What do you have to say for yourself? All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. You can tax my house, tax my gas, tax my cigarettes, but when you start taxing my ice cream, I'm just kidding. You know, a uh, huge uh, milestone in my life. I had I went without ice cream Friday night. Now I know you're thinking to yourself, "Well, I go every night without ice cream." Yeah, well. I am like an alcoholic when it comes to ice cream. Ever since I stopped drinking, man, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know the science of it, but there has to be something. Well, I know there is because alcohol processes into sugar through your liver. And a lot of people feel an intense craving for sugar when they stop drinking. So, yeah, that's exactly what I feel. I feel this overwhelming urge to um, to consume massive amounts of sugar but the problem is is it's like whether being drunk all the time or being fat all the time they're both bad for me so it's like one way or another my body is just trying to kill me but i think i think i can do it i mean you know rome wasn't built in a day and neither was syracuse so i am going to uh i'm gonna give up the ice cream we had this meeting at work today and all these uh, new managers and stuff, and everybody had these roundtable icebreaker questions, and they were so. They said, "What's your favorite movie line?" And I'm like, uh, "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker!" <laughs> but I didn't actually say that. I gave them the censored version. I did honestly answer that with uh, with the Die Hard. It's. I think that is my favorite. Uh, my favorite. I've done many many episodes in the past talking about how much I love. Uh, movies that are shown on antenna television, you know, uh, through the networks, R-rated movies that are shown through the networks, and they're censored, and they're always hilarious. I have so many in the chamber that I could tell you about, but another show for another time. But they were like, "What is your favorite? Uh, what, what's your favorite quote from a, a movie?" And I said, "Yippee ki yay, Melon Farmer," because <laughs> that was the uh, the '80s censoring of Die Hard on um you know NBC or CBS or whatever channel played it back then you know after it had been out like 20 years 
that's what's so funny man you'll see it's not so common anymore but you know before there was like this huge explosion of everything streaming and before cable had 500 channels you know i mean there was a time and not that long ago because i'm not that old make no mistake but there was a time not that long ago when cable was just like 30 or 40 channels you know you didn't even i had an apartment not but 15 years ago where you just had a coaxial cable plugged into your television and you would flip channels there was no box there was no antenna there was no dish there was just a remote and a tv and you flipped you didn't know what the fuck was on you didn't even know what channels you had you had to learn you imagine having to memorize these channels you're like you know you've got your favorite ones totally memorized you're like i know 21's comedy central and 35 is MTV and 5 is HBO. You had to memorize the channels before there were super duper universe. I mean, uh, U-verse and cable boxes and satellite dishes. And my God, if you've ever owned a satellite dish, you'll know what I'm talking about. Not only do you have 300 channels, but you potentially could have about 800 if you wanted to keep adding them on. Memorizing channels is... Well, you think memorizing channels is hard? Let me tell you something. Now, I know that my audience, I know for a fact that 60%, according to my Spotify statistics, 60% of my audience is 45 to 59. So that means that 60% of my audience knows what I'm talking about when I say there was a time you had to memorize channels, and there was also a time when you had to memorize phone numbers. Now, I ask any of you listening the other 40% of my listeners who are aged 18 to 44, do you think you could memorize one single phone number right now? And I'm not talking about like 1-800-HOT-BUTT or something that you've always had memorized because you like to call or 1-900-HOT-WANK. I'm talking about like seven digits, you know, and you got to remember them. And you have to make the, you have like, imagine, imagine this. Imagine a place where imagine that you are out. You're at, say, like the mall with your girlfriend and then your girlfriend gets mad about something and she leaves you there, you know, because like you said, uh, she asked you if her ass looks fat in those jeans and you hesitated to answer immediately. So she gets in the car, she gets in your Pinto and she drives away and leaves you at the mall. You have no cell phone. The only phone you can use is a payphone, and payphones are 50 cents, the ones that exist still. So let's say this is in modern times. You are at the mall, and the mall just closed, and she ditched you. There's nothing else around for miles. There's one payphone, and you have 50 cents. That means you get one shot. Can you call a number from memory that you know is going to answer, that you know you're going to get right? And is going to answer the phone when you call. Or you can leave a voicemail and you know that they'll like say, oh shit, okay, I just got this. Let's go get Joey. Because I'll bet, I'll bet people, even the people in my age bracket who survived this horrible era of <laughs> writing phone numbers on your hand, little pieces of paper that you tore off from a flyer, or somebody had a fucking notebook from school, tears off the corner folded up stuck in your wallet you open your wallet after a couple of years and like all these phone numbers fall out in 1998 when i was real young 
I had a book, you know, a, uh, you know, a notebook with, uh, you know, spaced whatever. Why am I, why can't I remember what, you know, blue lines on a piece of paper, fucking notebook. And I had one that was completely dedicated to nothing but phone numbers. And it was so fun to like go back through there and look, you know, as it, it was almost like a, like a timeline of my life. You know, like, oh, the last couple of years, like, oh, yeah, remember that guy? I never called him. Oh, remember that girl? Yeah, she was weird, you know, and you start going through all these numbers. Like with cell phones, you can just erase them. But when you got a notebook, you know, you've got, and it's different, sh- different colors of ink, different handwriting, depending on how fast you were writing it. But seriously, so that's the scenario. You're at the mall. You got two quarters. There's a pay phone. The parking lot is completely deserted. There's nothing for miles. You can see maybe an IHOP five miles in the distance. It's really fucking far. You know it's there. You pick up the payphone, one quarter, two quarter. Do you have a number you can call? A reliable one that you have memorized? Or are you just going to call the sheriff's department? Operator. (laughs) They even have operators on phones anymore. Can you call an operator from a cell phone? See, back in the day... You could just pick up a phone, a landline, and press O, and you get an operator. Do these people still exist? They'd be like, operator. They'd be like, yeah, I need the number for uh, Joey Valentine and Richardson. And they'd be like, thank you. And then this, you know, computer voice would come on. The number you have requested is 292-7472. Again, that number is... You could really do that. I'm just being nostalgic. This is what my listeners want to hear, right? I love talking about old stuff because it's cool, man. You know, you all know how obsessed with the 80s I am, and I'm living in the past, man. I admit it. But but the 80s were so freaking rad. And, like, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that movie came out, like, what? I don't know how many years. I'm just going to, like, guess and say five years ago. Guardians of the Galaxy is a movie that starts off in the fucking 1980s. And he's got a Walkman. He gets zapped up to space by the aliens. He's got his Walkman with his fucking hot mix on it. and Or maybe it was the 70s. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was a time in America when Walkmans were very, very popular. So Chris Pratt gets fucking zapped up by the aliens. He's got a Walkman. And it's he uses it, you know, when he goes around kicking womp rats or whatever the fuck he does. And when that movie came out all of a sudden all these little whippersnappers all these little fucking short in the tooth people started buying up old walkmans and they became like this collector's item this like the prices on these old walkmans fucking skyrocketed man and i can't tell you how many of those fucking things i have thrown away in my life just chucked them man they're trash they're just a little square of plastic that plays a cassette tape they're garbage it's amazing how much influence a movie can have on pop culture, but I think that's cool, you know, but I'm not going to like, you know, if I see somebody in a movie wearing a discman on their belt or something, I'm not going out to buy one of those. You just don't know. See, when the discman came out, when that technology first came out, it was terrible. There was no anti-skip. The very first discmans were like, you couldn't, you couldn't even keep them on a still surface without them fucking skipping 
it would be like the hum of your air conditioner would make it skip. There was no walking around carrying your discman. When I was living in Dallas, I got this like the most expensive Sony discman that you could buy at the time for my car. And it came with this little pad, like a black square pad that was the size of the discman. It was a tray, basically, on springs. Okay. So the discman sat inside this tray on springs with a little pad underneath the springs. So it's basically like a fucking bobblehead disc man. And it was to keep the disc man from, you know, obviously skipping while you're driving. It didn't. It was a step up from just having it, you know, sitting in your car, your, uh, your car seat. But you imagine, you know, it's 1998. You've got a disc man in a tray on springs on another platform in the middle of your uh, you know, in between your two seats, your passenger and your driver's seat, with a wire running from it to a cassette that runs into the fucking cassette deck of your car. And this is a brand new car, mind you, in 1998. CD players were not just like a like a given that they were going to be in cars. You would be amazed at like CD players have been around since the 80s, but that doesn't mean anybody fucking owned them. I had like one friend, and I came from a rich neighborhood. I had one friend who owned a cd player we were all like you're nuts because you know cds were like 20 bucks man and in 1985 20 bucks was like a million whereas we could get a cassette for five yeah the audio was shit and you had to rewind and fast forward but still man the as much as cd players cost and as much as cds cost back then and as crappy as they were designed in the beginning they weren't worth it vcrs cost a thousand dollars when they were first invented you know what a vcr is my 40 percenters my under 30 40 percenters listening to the show do you know what a vcr is i think you probably do i don't think that we give the uh, younger generation enough credit you know no i've never met a kid where you say something like you know like if i was at the skating rink and i was talking to a kid say 10 years old and i said vcr he he, you know chances are good he'd probably have an idea of what i was talking about and anybody that's like 20 years old now which is what be millennial right they'll know what a vcr is i mean i didn't grow up in the 1940s i know what a fucking phonograph is i didn't grow up in 1900 i know what a nickelodeon is but to you people who didn't actually live through these eras you have no idea i mean everything is insane when it comes out you know in 2005, I bought a 32-inch television when, when flat screens started getting, like, like just, they were the norm. Like, when tube TVs finally became extinct, like the dinosaurs. I bought a 32-inch television from Best Buy on sale for $500. And now, you can get a 32-inch flat screen smart TV for, like, less than 200 I got my 65-inch television for $400. 65 fucking inches. It's like being in a small movie theater. Like, I literally sometimes have to turn my head to see other parts of the show I'm watching. And I only want to get bigger. And it's so weird to think that when I was a kid in the 1980s, like, I used to play a Game Boy all the time. Like, no way I could play a Game Boy now. Just in the last couple of years, I started losing my sight. 
uh, my, my, I need, I need reading glasses and it will happen to all of them. It, it happens to the best of us. I have my eyes are sharp as can be any other way, but when I have something held up close to my face, now it blurs. I've been, I've been very blessed that most of my life or all of my life, I've never had to wear glasses or contacts or anything. And I don't mind that I have to now. But I can't believe that as an eight-year-old, I would hold this little Game Boy. The screen's like two inches by two inches, and it wasn't even color. And I could sit there with the thing pressed on my face and play it for like fucking hours. Thank God the myth about (laughs) being too close to the television is not true, because I would have been cross-eyed and blind by the time I was 12. God, I love reminiscing about the 80s. Um, But in the meantime... I have a surprise for you guys who made it through the first little bit of me rambling. It is a new movie trailer. Oh, that's right. You heard me. A new movie trailer. Now, you guys ready to get excited? This is, without a doubt, the most exclusive movie trailer I have been able to get my hands on. I've got the connections out in Hollywood. And yes, this is a Johnny Depp and Amber Heard movie. You are not going to believe this. It is a new Saw movie with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard that they filmed and nobody knew about it. They kept it under wraps real well. It's called Saw Rising. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in Saw Rising. I got a like little two-minute trailer of that. It is intense. It sounds great. And I want to share it to you. Remember, you heard this first on Fat Guy Loves Cake here with Joey Valentine. Tell all your friends. Make sure you spread the show around, please. I don't like to be one of those people, but, you know. So anyway, here's the trailer. Enjoy, and I'll be right back with you. Uh, where am I? We're in your bedroom, Johnny. Amber, what are you doing here? You got a restraining order since the trial. I didn't come there on my own, Johnny. Somebody knocked me out proper here. The doors are all locked. Hello, I want to play a game. Your bedroom has been locked and there is no way out. You'll notice that in the middle of the room at the foot of your bed, there is a jumbo sized bowl of chili. Next to that bowl of chili, there is a machine with a tube. If you do not fart into that tube every two minutes, a bomb will go off. If you attempt to cover your mouth or your nose, a bomb will go off. You have 60 minutes to give me 30 parts. Let the game begin. Hell. Oh, this is right up me alley. Get the tube in me, bomb. Uh. Stand right there. Uh. <laughs> oh, Amber. Just like old times, ain't Johnny? <laughs> Tick tock, Johnny. Ah, got it shit a little on the house. Give me a second, Johnny. Gotta wipe this off. Machines! I'm sorry, Johnny. I don't think I've got any left in me. Ten seconds, Amber. (laughs) Why are you doing this? Time is running out. Johnny!
Saul Rising. Coming soon. Oh, yeah, man. That's going to be so good. So good. I hope Johnny and uh, Amber keep making movies because I, I love them, man. You got, uh, got some great stuff going on between those two. What a fantastic chemistry they have. So, yeah, back to the 80s. Uh, <laughs> what else can I say, man? Um, electronics, they were just insane. You know, in the 80s, there was nothing but tube televisions, obviously. There weren't flat screens until, like, the late 90s. I think, uh, let's see when, yeah, like the late nineties, they came out with plasma televisions and plasmas were insane. Uh, not picture wise. I mean, yeah, the picture was, was better, but they weighed a fucking ton. They had this, and they had this, this incredibly complex screen. Obviously this is a technology that did not stick around. I would be very, very surprised if plasma televisions were still in existence because everything's LCD now. But imagine the plasma. I think of it kind of like, have you seen these curved televisions? Which look fucking dope. But I don't really know. They may become the norm in the future. I don't know. I think they're just another, you know, like, you know, trendy thing that'll probably not last. But they do look fucking cool. But the plasma TVs came out and these things were like $10,000, okay? And everyone was just like, oh, you know, I never knew anyone that had a plasma TV. Even rich people weren't buying plasma TVs. You'd have to be, I don't know, one of those people that just has to buy a lot of toys to show off or something to get a plasma. And they started coming out with these um, flat screen TVs, man. They were junk. They were kind of like, I don't know, some sort of tube flat screen hybrid. There were so many TVs. See, I, when I was in Dallas, I temporarily worked for uh, Circuit City. If you're not old enough to remember Circuit City, well, it was like Best Buy's competitor, and I guess they made a whole lot of poor decisions, and somehow they just disappeared off the face of the fucking earth. But they had all these TVs. Sony had this line of Vegas that came out. Man, those things weighed. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. A 32-inch Sony Vega weighed 350 pounds. Okay? Now, I want you to take a moment to just like try and grasp just how heavy that is a television set a 32 inch flat screen but not flat like in the sense of like how we have now i mean flat the front of it is flat but it's like that long extension in the back well joey why did it weigh 350 pounds it had this glass in it the screen you know it had this glass that was like four or five inches thick so that was one reason, plus the technology Sony was coming out with. The Wega was supposed to be just incredible. And I had to deliver those, and we were selling a lot of them, and they were so fucking heavy, man. I don't think I've ever lifted. I mean, I didn't do this by myself. It was me and another guy. But we would have to deliver these Sonys, these 300-pound Sonys, up three flights of stairs, four or five flights of stairs sometimes. You know, to these luxury apartments in Dallas. Sometimes they'd have service elevators, but most of the time, oh, man. And back then, I weighed 140 pounds. 
6 to 140. Yeah, that's right. Fat Guy Loves Cake, Joey Valentine, was 140 pounds at one point for a long time, actually. Everyone used to tell me they thought I was sick, but I didn't eat. I never ate. Never. And I played hockey a lot, but anyway, that's boring shit. Still cooking here in Texas. I know everybody else is. There seems to be no end in sight for this heat wave. My lawn is dead. It is yellow. It was yellow. And now it is dirt. It is fucking gone. When I say my lawn is dirt, it is dirt. There is no green. There is no grass. The sun has killed it. It hasn't rained in I don't know how long. Fucking forever. And I just saw a post from the local news saying that the drought is not (laughs) ending anytime soon. Maybe there might be some rain coming. They've canceled the sale of all fireworks in the crossroads. So that ain't going to happen. And that's a smart thing to do. I mean, they're calling it a crisis. I agree because like here where I live, people set off fireworks year round, especially around the holidays. Like you like the, like a month after 4th of July or new year's, like fireworks will be going off all the fucking time because kids bought enough to last them to fuck around with on the weekends. And just a couple of weeks ago, in fact, my next door neighbor, some kids were in the pasture and they started chucking M80s into her backyard. I thought that somebody was shooting a gun behind my house. I'm out there in my drawers with my pistol, you know, like ready to do battle. But no, they canceled fireworks completely. And I'll tell you, man, uh, it's all it would take is just one bottle rocket, you know, going we you know they're unpredictable all it would take is one bottle rocket going into a dry you know patch of grass take out an entire subdivision and that would be tragic because with the way it's been with the drought with the heat these houses would go up like fucking tender boxes and you don't i don't want anybody to lose their home so if anybody listening is going to be shooting fireworks or if you're thinking about shooting fireworks or you know someone's going to be shooting fireworks you guys really please like Take a second and think, like, is what I'm about to do a good idea? And that's good advice for just about anything in life. You know, like when you get drunk and you take an ugly person home or you're fat and you have a dozen donuts that you could eat or you could give to the homeless. Like, take a second and say, is this a good decision? We'll do that with the fireworks because I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but like a third of America is constantly on fire. And uh, I got to think more often than not, that is man's fault. So be safe with your fireworks if you're getting fireworks. Nobody's getting them around here, but I guarantee you that's not going to stop people from uh, probably buying them out of the back of a truck or something and shooting them off and giving the cops something to do on the 4th of July. Which, by the way, the 4th of July is a Monday, which means I will be doing a 4th of July show. It also means I won't be going to work, which is awesome. And I'll be getting paid, which is even more awesome. So I'll be sure to bring you guys a super-duper special 4th of July episode. I'm going to give you some stories about... (laughs) I'm going to give you some stories to really make you think about shooting fireworks because I'll tell you the stupid things me and my friends used to do with them. And they were as dangerous as you could possibly think. I'm going to be a little recap on America's history and things like that. Just some fun stuff. little 4th of July show. So when you guys are out uh, grilling chilling drinking doing your thing loving america celebrating america 1776 
I want you guys to uh, give old Joey Valentine a listen. And I am going to get out of here now. That's going to do it for me. Got to get this show posted up for you guys, you early birds that listen to me in the morning. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the um, the uh, continued listening. And thank you to all the new people that I've seen been adding on, following me on Spotify. You are more appreciated than you could ever know. It makes me feel so warm and gooey inside to know that people go out of their way to listen to my show. That's badass. If you want to shoot me a message, I'm at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. In the meantime, give your kids a hug, give your cats a kiss, and everybody be nice. I'll see you on Friday. Let's go.